I'm Eleanor Parker. And you're listening to the Bygones podcast, the Annie McBeal rewatch podcast, where we discuss an episode through 2018 eyes. Yeah. So, this week we are on season one, episode four, four. of The Affair. Yeah. Sorry, um, called The Affair. Called The Affair, yeah. And it first aired 29th of September 1997. So, so let's dive in. Let's dive in indeed. So... We are in the office, in the main room of the office, the kind of admin area. I never know what to call that bit. What's the, it called? Like the office pool? Like the, the... Yeah, I guess so. Like the, It's like the typing pool, isn't it? Yeah. That seems to be where the admin happens, yeah. is my impression. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the main bit of the office. Yeah. basically, <laughs> Elaine is demoing to Ali her invention, which is the first time that we see the face bra. The face bra, which is an anti-aging device. And this is the first time we hear that Elaine is into uh, inventing and entrepreneurial type and endeavours. Yes. Because um, we haven't really heard much of her life outside of Cajun Fish. Yes. Up until now. Yeah. So this is kind of a new development. For well, her yeah, character. because most of her life has been really kind of gossiping about other people in the office. So this is something that has come from her and yeah yeah she's very keen to uh, anyone and everyone <laughs> yes but basically this face bra is a ridiculous looking contraption it looks so. like a Hannibal Lecter mask well that's like what Ali says isn't Ali it says, yeah, yeah she says I look like Hannibal Lecter um it's a white <laughs> kind of jog strap <laughs> thing and then Ali also has a funny gif flashback where she imagines like rows and rows of people jogging with them on yeah like on a on a running machines and gyms like yeah yeah <laughs> and the premise behind it is it's to stop sagging isn't it That's... yeah the idea is that i'm she's not convinced like... on the science but i'm sure <laughs> i think it's bunk science I'm sure Elaine knows yeah. what she's doing. Um, so she's basically saying that you know when you jog it makes your skin stretch and yeah. this inevitably over time in causes sagging yeah so the face bra acts as something that supports the skin yeah Um, and what's interesting is elaine's having this conversation with ali as though including her in the go-to-market and as part of the potential business because ali's you know she's like we could do we could do an infomercial and whatever and ali's like you know imagine if it, it took off and we got rich or whatever wouldn't we be really embarrassed to tell people that's how we made our money that's what ali says yeah isn't it? yeah she's like and then richard is like there's no embarrassing way yeah, to richard, make money richard interrupts <laughs> at this point he happens to be walking past and only hears that last comment and says there's no embarrassing way to make money so so yeah it's uh it's a funny little open uh and another sort of uh bizarre thing that yes. um is happening in the cajun fish office as per usual um so richard then says he's come over because he wants to talk to Ali mm-hmm. so he pulls Ali into her office yeah and he's like do you remember Professor Dawson um, and Ali immediately is weird at the mention of this yeah like immediately sort of looks funny like yes. something's off yeah um, and she's kind of like 
why like what 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 you know yeah what what yeah but why and he's like and richard very bluntly just goes oh he, he yeah, died he died yeah heart attack and immediately ali's face is just kind of shock and then we get this flashback to her canoodling with what we assume is professor dawson yeah like we're clearly younger ali because she's got her she's long hair, hair and, and fringe yeah. and it's all kind of sepia toned and she's sort of lovingly touching this older man's face yeah, and, and um, yes. he's just uh, Richard is going on and on about this guy. Just you know, he was just running one day and he just dropped dead. And you know, it's ironic he'd just taken up running to say you know going Healthy, on and on about yeah, how yeah, you yeah. know not isn't talking, it ironic <laughs> not talking about him in any sort of familiar personal terms, way. Just, just sort of oh he's dropped dead. Isn't that odd? Odd. Yeah. And um, and Richard's like you you knew him right? You you had him as a professor. And yeah. and Ali's like. Who said that? Like, which yeah. is just really defensive because <laughs> yes. clearly we know something's gone on with something them. Something has happened. And Richard sort of continues and says, well, clearly he was very fond of you. You were his favourite student, apparently. That's what his wife says. Yeah. And apparently his wife has called Richard. Why is she called Richard? I don't know. Well, I wonder whether she knows that uh, Richard owns his own company and... And that Ali works for him. But why wouldn't you... Because so, the request comes, Richard, via Richard, to Ali to say, you know, she's asked if you're willing to be a pallbearer. Yes. Which is, you know, from the wife's point of view, fine. Uh, you want his favourite student to be a pallbearer. But why go via her boss, who is another student? Why not go direct to her? Well, I wonder whether... It may be a thing of, like, you know, it, it's probably quite hard to make those kind of phone calls, so... You, you only know, want to do it once? Yeah, you only want to... then Ali could just tell everyone. I don't know, it was just an know. odd avenue, yeah, yeah. I thought. Anyway, but so Richard drops a bomb that, that there's this request coming for her to be the yeah, pool, bearer, pool, pool bearer. And yeah. Ali just freezes. Yes. To be honest, that would be my reaction if I was asked to be a pool bearer. <laughs> um, to anyone, let alone someone I'd have but she kind of says yes. She sort of yes. hesitantly says okay. Yeah. And you can tell she's not comfortable with it. No. And then we're in titles. So <laughs> massive bombshell drops at the yes. beginning. Yeah. So then we are in the office. Yes. And Cheney Chaney. is talking to Ali, uh, uh, and a clearly distracted Ali who is not taking in Anything much. He's, he's talking yeah. about some trip that he wants to yeah, take. Yeah, he wants he's to go like, to Maine. Yeah. Uh, um, and Ali's not paying any attention because she's having flashbacks of this professor. More sepia-toned flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Cheney's like, are you okay? And Elaine, this is where Elaine has another one of her summarising everything moments and you know she has to bury a dead mentor it's hard enough to grieve without the added pressure of lifting a coffin (laughs) Um, and you know basically nails it in a a nutshell or so she thinks and you know Ali's like I'm, she basically tries to get out she can't concentrate on this conversation right now or deal with no, anything so she's she, trying to she, excuse herself yeah she's like I, really oddly yeah she's like yeah I'd, I'd like to go to Maine I like pretty leaves uh, and, then she says, of, and then she says bye and just waves yeah, waves <laughs> and from like two feet away yeah and, really and sort of wanders off um, sort of distractedly yeah. yeah and then Elaine pops and Cheney's looking at her go sort of like what the hell's going on a bit on. concerned um, yeah. and Elaine pops up behind him wearing her face bra <laughs> asking are you into venture capital <laughs> Which, yeah, uh, Elaine, number one to pass the moment by to take the promote, subject onto promote. herself. Yeah. Um, so 
Then we see Ali going into Billy's office, which is where she was trying to escape to. And Billy's like, you know, what, what's up? And she says, not Professor Dawson, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, no, I heard. It's a shame, isn't it? Because he's like, oh, I didn't know him too yeah. well. And obviously I knew of him. We yeah, and she, she was like, oh, I did. Like, yeah, that's where her cracking voice, up. Her voice yeah. breaks. And, you yeah. know, she... And then Billy's like, well, yeah, you've been asked to be a pallbearer, so you must have been... You must, you have, must have been close, been close right? And, and like, Ali, this is where Ali, like, immediately, everything comes out. Just blurts, like, shut up with We had an affair. Yeah. I was third year law. And she talks about how she was in her third year, so I think this ties in with your... We get more information on the timeline here, because you were saying... I think he, uh, Billy left her ago, in, yeah. in her second year and then clearly in her third year she's had this affair with the professor yeah and then now is sort of three years after that yeah and given actually that we know she's still not over billy i mean how much of this affair with professor dawson was a rebound thing you know do you know what i mean yeah it's quite interesting if you think about her headspace yeah time yeah but she then went for someone who was older that you know could look after her to a certain extent that wasn't that but, but that was somewhat detached like she could never get to uh, yeah he was, he was he never is... like a hundred percent available to yeah her. because she knew he was married and she, uh, you know part of is part of that choice about looking for someone to comfort you or whatever when you need it that's older and knows what to do but also not someone that can really hurt you because you can never have him properly yeah but she yeah. knew that going into yeah she it. kind of knew that yeah but yeah just as a aside it made me think of that but yeah, yeah so so she sort of all this tumbles out about this affair and billy's sort of shocked he's like did you know he was married you know this is an awful thing yeah and she starts to sort of justify you know her side of things because she was like well i wasn't the one in a monogamous relationship i wasn't betraying anyone uh, like it's not you know i it wasn't that bad um well wait though before that she is saying you know of course i she was admitting we get a flashback to him telling her that he's married so we know yes. that she did know yes but back in the room with billy ali's like yeah, like she sort of admits that she knew that he was married, but basically she couldn't face it to herself. She didn't want to think of herself mm. as, as a, a homewrecker, which is typical Ali, Ali because yeah. if we think about with... Um, She's always the champion of love. The Cheney and Whipper thing. Yes, she, oh, Richard and Whipper thing. No, 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 no. The fact that she couldn't deal with what was going on with Cheney. Oh, right. And the fact that she was in the carriage position, as we put it in that <laughs> the episode, sexy carrot position. She couldn't deal with her in that role. So yes. she then flipped it around to say, I'm in denial about that, so I'm, gonna put I'm it going to I'm going to frame Whipper. it this way. Yeah. Um, well, again, here... She's in denial about herself as a homewrecker, so she almost kind of pushed the fact that he was married well, to the side of her brain. Wasn't it she kind of just either assumed or um, decided that they were separated or separating? I think she had justified it to herself that, uh, I'm trying to remember, we'll probably see as we go through the episode, but justified that the marriage was sort of over or in, in practice, if not in 
in, in reality, yes. you know. Yes. So, but anyway, um, and he was. She she then sort of says to Billy, you know, as soon as I found out, I broke it off immediately. Five months later, <laughs> yeah. And and Billy's like, did they have? kids and she's like of course not only two little ones <laughs> you know so this is her denial coming yeah, out like no right. it's not as bad as I'm I think not that actually woman. I'm not that woman as bad as yeah, it is. Yeah. and Billy's just looking at her like Ooh. oh no <laughs> Jud- judging her he's judging yeah, he her is, he is. and so Ali just starts rambling as you say and saying it wasn't that bad I wasn't the one betraying anyone yeah. you know and, and Billy's not saying anything and no. she's just letting her talk herself into she's so, like I know what you're doing yeah <laughs> I know you're trying to punish like she, she knows just... that talking is punishment enough that's yeah. what he's doing yeah. and then she's like how the hell am I going to be a pool bearer you know I'm not on top of the fact that I'm his mistress like I'm scared of death. Like I'm a death <laughs> so she's really dealing with some stuff here. Yeah. You know? And then we cut to Elaine. Jogging on the spot in front of Cheney. next to Cheney, holding her face bar to just demonstrate, you know, what happens to your face when you jog, I suppose. Um, and he doesn't look particularly interested. Cheney just, like, just doesn't even acknowledge that this ridiculousness is going on. And he just says, you know, do you think she's okay? And Elaine's like, oh, she's fine. To be honest, she's always a little bit tickled by drama. Yeah. Um, and, she, you know, one day she'll look back at this and want to relive it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and to, and to be, right, to be fair to Elaine, she doesn't know the full extent yet of what's going on. No. But she's... You know, she's not... <laughs> she's not entirely she's wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> no, exactly. So Cheney kind of leaves and Georgia arrives. Yeah, and she sort of acknowledges Elaine, but then Elaine runs after her, doesn't she? Yeah, so, so Georgia's about to go into Billy's office and Elaine kind of stops her from going in. Um, as she says, Ali is having an upset. And Georgia's like, oh, what, what now? now? Yeah. And Elaine's like, a dead professor. And then the dead professor's wife walks in. Yeah, they immediately then <laughs> bumped straight into her. Saying that you know, uh, and the, you know, the lady's looking for Ali, and she's like, and, and you might be, and she's like, the dead professor's wife. <laughs> yeah. And then to be fair to Elaine, she immediately, you know, she's got a line ready. She's just immediately like, oh yeah, no, she so tone, knows how switches to tone and cover like, herself. Forgive my bluntness, it's a device I it's, use to cope. It's a coping mechanism, <laughs> which is great. But then she goes on to say, you know, I'm really sorry for your loss. Says all the right things yes, to her, do you know what I mean? Yes. But then, out of, uh, you know, view of, of the dead professor's wife, yeah. she saunters over to Billy's office with this smile on her face because she knows all of this means, you know, drama slash gossip. Yeah. And she's so enjoying yeah. it. And so she goes to enter Billy's office and Billy's assistant, I think it's the first time we see her, maybe the last time we see her, <laughs> goes, it's like, as Elaine's about to walk in, it's like, doors closed. And Elaine's like, they have knobs. <laughs> so I think, you know, the secretaries, the fellow secretaries or assistants around the office yes. are um, no what Elaine's like yeah, I think we yeah. get from that scene and, and Elaine's just like not having any of it she's yeah, she like kind of special she's like so what so, so Elaine comes into Billy's office to basically deliciously de- reveal the news so that she's at the centre of attention that you know Billy I've got Georgia waiting for you and Ali the professor, dead professor's prof- wife well she doesn't say that she said <laughs> professor Dawson's wife yes, it's yeah, yeah. and there's this big zoom in on Ali's face yeah she's complete like, panic what <laughs> Yeah. What do I do? Like yeah, she yeah. starts to think that that maybe the reason his wife has turned up is because she knows. Well, the first thing is that she's like, 
stalling she's like and then surely you haven't told him that i'm here um you know does he know that i'm here and there's this big close-up on elaine's mouth where she's like yes i told her i'd get you and she's like <laughs> ah, why would you do that of course you did and like you know elaine leaves because she's gonna go and tell her that she'll be right there and yeah and then Ale- and then ali is just panicking like yeah to billy and being like maybe She's here bit, because she knows. Like, she won't know. Yeah. She's like, but maybe she did know. Yeah, maybe she has a weapon. Yeah, maybe, she, maybe she's got a weapon. That's why she's here. And Billy's like the voice of reason. It's like, you know, why would she have asked you to be a pool bearer if she knew? Yeah. And then Ali's like, unless she's after some sick revenge. <laughs> Making me carry him in some kind of pine box. <laughs> and Billy's just like, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, don't he, see her. He just makes her he go face her. He physically yeah. turns her around yeah. and pushes her out the door. And she's sort of walking through oh, the office wait, Ali says oh, yeah. easy for you to say you didn't do it with her husband <laughs> so yeah. then she's walking through the office in a bit of a daze and like people are passing behind yeah. her um, sort of talking to her but Ali's she's completely like, focused on what is ahead yeah. and speaking to the, the well, professor's you get, wife you get Georgia being like oh hi and then yeah, she's like, like I'm in your office and Cheney's, Cheney is like so about this Cheney. weekend and then just <laughs> And then just trails off and sighs, and you just see him like shaking his head and rolling his eyes and wandering off. And I'm like, yeah. for God's sake, Cheney, you've you're just being, been told exactly. I'm like, you're being really insensitive. Really insensitive. Like, you know that someone in her life has died. Clearly, it's affecting her, like I, in some way. Nobody cares about your fucking weekend. <laughs> Least of all, Ali. Anyway, so yeah, so she sort of just stares at the door, takes a breath. And it's like, I've got to go in. Yeah. So she goes in. Yeah. And instantly it's very awkward. Yeah. She <laughs> says, sorry for your loss, which I guess is the only thing you can yeah, say to yeah. start that conversation. And Mrs. Dawson is sort of says, you know, I know you were close. I've heard of you. Like he, he spoke to talk you about so you a lot. Often, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, he was a wonderful. And then we get a cut flashback of them rolling around in the sack. Yeah, and then giggling. back in real life, professor. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, Mrs. Dawson is like, you know, he used to talk a lot about all of his students, but the way he spoke about you was just something different. Special, you know? And yeah. so I'd like to ask you a question. And Ali's obviously like, fuck, fuck. What's he going to say? She's tense. She's tensing at that point. She's yeah. Like, what's she going to ask? Yeah. And she asks her to speak at the funeral. Yeah, and uh, Ali basically has to agree because it's that well, thing of like... Well, she tries to make an excuse, like, yeah. I've got a polyp on my throat. Yeah, but it's that but... thing of like, she kind of has to because she can't give the reason yeah. why she... It would be weird and not to if you've been yes. asked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if she says things like, oh, it would have been so important to him and me. Like, how are you supposed to say no to that without yes. good reason? I mean, I would personally be like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be too upset. I can't, I can't do it. Because I don't think I'd be able to talk at anyone's funeral. No. Like, without getting upset. I, I just, yeah. I don't, but no, that doesn't occur to Ali to say. Uh, I think she's just in a state of panic and guilt and... It just says just, yes. Yes. Get it yeah. over with. But then Mrs. Dawson is like, you know, the wake's going to be tonight and the funeral's going to be tomorrow night. Yes. Lots of nighttime events. Also, is it normal in America to have the wake before the funeral? Because in this country, we tend to do it the other way around. Yeah. And we don't have night services. No, I don't know. I think I think it might be an Irish thing. Is it? Oh, right. Yeah, and to be on it, and because Boston is quite an yeah. Irish-heavy yeah. city, like... Immi- like Irish immigration there 
it's quite yeah. um you know okay. i think it might be an irish thing well anyway and mm. um, mrs dawson's left and ali is oh she's doing this staring, necklace thing yeah she's staring out of her office window fiddling with her necklace going from yeah. side to side which she always does which that. is a thing she does yeah, yeah, quite yeah. often which i picked up on like i um I think I absorbed that for a little really? while I say myself. Yeah, I sometimes <laughs> still do it unless it's a really cheap necklace and I won't break it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there yeah. you are. Anyway, she's staring at her window and she's having another flashback, flashback. of yeah. um, going to the zoo with Professor Dawson and his well, daughter. He, he, they appear to be in, uh, I assume, his office. Yeah. And he's basically introducing his little daughter who uh, looks maybe like three or four well, yeah, or something like yeah. that to Ali and saying, this is Ali, she works with daddy and she's going to come to the zoo with us today. And you, the young Ali in the, in the, in the flashback is yeah. looking very sort of slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I think the reality of the fact that this man has a family yeah. is sort of dawning on her. Yeah, she's not cool with that. No. But anyway, while she's so. having that flashback, Billy comes into the office and kind of scares her, startles her, mm. wanting to know, you know, what happened with talking to Mrs. Dawson. And Ali's like, well, she doesn't know. And she's asked me to speak. And mm. Billy's like, like yeah, he's, quite... he's really shocked that she's agreed to speak yeah. at, at Professor Dawson's funeral. And then we get... Elaine saying that that Cheney is on the line, yeah. so he's wanting to speak to Ali. Fuck off, Cheney! I know. But Ali's he's like, like, "What about the weekend in May?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Ali's like, "I'll talk. I'll call him later." And Elaine comes up and like, his voice is beginning to take on a perturbed quality. <laughs> yeah. And then she does a little hair fluff as yeah, she leaves the it. office. Love it. But Billy just basically then gives her some advice to just say, you know, you were technically close to him as a student just talk about that and i was to which i say as opposed to what like what else would you talk <laughs> well, exactly about? i've got a note here going duh <laughs> like, what else <laughs> like, completely like state the fucking obvious billy yeah exactly <laughs> and then we get another flashback there's a this 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 episode is flashback flashback Kelly, but, yeah Kelly, another yeah. flashback to ali saying you know she tried to stop working for him she yeah was, she she turns around to professor dawson and says that she doesn't think she should work for him anymore and he's like why and she's like because it doesn't feel like work yeah and and that's when you know back in present day present, ali yeah ali's like you know it's it's hard for me to even remember what he was as a professor because our relationship just wasn't that yeah and and billy and billy then is like well you never mentioned him to me he can't have been that you know as though you know it can't have been so, that well, special when, when would she have yeah, mentioned exactly. him to you like once you he met, clearly only became special after, after you'd gone and, once, and she's only just been re- you're only just recently back in exactly. her life, like, so why would she? <laughs> I got the impression that once Billy left Boston to they, go to Michigan, yeah, they, they, they dropped speak. contact yeah. because she had no idea he was even married, obviously. Mm. So, so why exactly? When what opportunity would she have had exactly. to say, oh, FYI, I slept with my professor? But she says, I've never told anyone about this, not even yeah. Renee. And you know, and then she's like, oh God, Billy, you can't, you can't tell anyone. Like, yeah. don't tell anyone. And Billy's like, oh, I won't. And then she says, and then she sort of realizes, oh shit, the person I've confided in is Billy. And she's trying to be like, that's, she really, I think somewhere in herself, she realizes that that's weird. 
Yeah, he's the only person she's told, and so yes. she tries to justify that to him by saying, you know, I wouldn't have told you anyway. It's just that you happened to be there, and I really needed somebody to talk to. Which mm. they've crossed. The, I mean, I've got a note saying they crossed the line there. Like, oh, they, yeah. There's no way that conversation should Completely. have happened, and she is using the convenience of the fact that he happens to be in the office. In the, it's like. You couldn't pick up a phone exactly. and to Renee. There was no, yeah. there was no need for her to go in no, there. She's, no, she's it's letting just... herself rely on Billy in yeah. a way that's not appropriate. Yeah, now. completely. So anyway, Ali's completely freaking out at Billy, you know, and Billy's like, just breathe deep, get through it. He's really into breathing this episode. Like, his main <laughs> advice all the way through is breathe through breathe. your nose. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. It's karma. What are you, a yoga teacher? <laughs> But anyway, and then Billy offers to go with them and she, with yeah, her. like moral support. He's kind yeah. of like you know, I wasn't close to him, but I did know it him. Wouldn't, it, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be weird, weird for yeah. me to go. Yeah, and Ali's like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, would you please? Yes, that would be really. So she great. lets herself take that. Yeah, um, and then Richard comes in, like <laughs> all set for the big wake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like Richard is having the time of his life. <laughs> Yes, um, and this is why, because he, he, he kind of turns around to Ali and is like, uh, Ali, tonight, uh, try not to look at it as a negative. Don't look at it as a negative. A lot of his former students will be there. This will be like a class reunion instead of a punch bowl. There's a coffin, but remember, reunions are meant to allow the more successful graduates to inform the less successful that that's what they are. Less than. You and I, we're more than. Uh, especially me. I mean, I've got my own firm. I couldn't possibly be the most. <laughs> my point is, life is all about attitude. And tonight is a night for you to just feel good about yourself. Oh, that whole speech was a fishism. Um, I but think you're we, missing the we, point of this event, How do we Richard. feel about that fishism? <laughs> I feel it's very insensitive to centre a funeral for someone else around... You know, boasting how but successful also, you are. His fishism around the fact that you know how successful you are is what you because he says you know I'm the most successful because I own my own firm. He absolutely yeah. puts you know values, money, and status as measures of success. Yes, like he's like Mr. Capitalism. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. Um, and I differ with. Uh, he had really good marks last week, but I now know. he's sliding down Taking again. a dip. Yeah. I. I just. Yeah. His. You know. His whole view is. You know. As long as you've got piles and piles of money, that means everyone. You're the best. Yeah. You've won. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. At this point in time. And then Richard is like, "Shall we have a hug to get started?" And that's where Ali has a flashback to a really tender hug with Professor Dawson and then they kiss and then the conversation off, off, after that makes it really obvious that that's the first time that's happened. Yeah, so that's it's their first kiss with um, each other. Because he goes, do you know how long I've wanted to do that? Mm. So... So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we're on a new scene. Yeah, cut and to the she's, bar. she's out with Chaney. She's on some sort of date with Chaney. And Chaney is asking her whether she wants him to go to the funeral. Ooh. And Ali's like, oh no, don't be silly. Like, Billy and Richard are going. I don't, They'll be I there, don't need, I'll be fine. Yeah. I don't need. And then Cheney's like, me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is his whole problem with this well, entire yes. situation. And I kind of understand because he, and he turns around and says, you know, if you and I are going to progress, you're going to have to let me in. Yeah. And it's that thing. Uh, uh, and she says, like, 
I know. Yeah, and he's he's he sees that anytime something wrong happens, she goes running. She goes to running to Billy. Yeah, because they've got a history, and he's like, you, I know you guys grew up together, but you know, he's, I'm I'm the one you're dating. Uh, yeah, so exactly. So you, you we, come yeah. to me. Like yeah. that's how are we supposed to get any closer? Yeah, if you don't talk but about it's your life. Because do you think that he would still have that viewpoint? in that respect, if it wasn't Billy that she was running to, but if it was someone like Renee. Yeah, I think the fact that it's Billy Yeah. Is I'm not problem. saying that her running to Billy is right and that he hasn't got a point, but I'm just saying that I don't think his point is that you're confiding in me. I think your point is that you're using another man for emotional support. Yes, yeah. And I I should be the only man in your life that gives you emotional support. Yeah, and if you're not ready for emotional support from me, you shouldn't be getting it from another man. Mm. You should be getting it from, like, your friends. Yeah. Which I, I agree with, I guess. Well, I think the thing is, because that that buys into the idea that you can't be friends with someone from the opposite sex. No, no, I don't, yeah, I, that, I, I know what you're saying and that's because what if, I Because if, if yeah. there was no history with Billy... Then that's fine. That, and he was just a friend... Yeah. And a, and a close friend, I don't think there's anything wrong... No. ...with confiding. However, like, and I mean, the thing is, is I do, at the same time, I kind of understand... Maybe Ali doesn't feel close enough to him yeah, yet to confide say, this stuff. I think it's that's what that's and what, I think that's a fair feeling to have. Absolutely. So that was I guess that was my point is that in comparing switching out Billy and Renee or any friend, yeah. male or female, um, is that the he's got a point that she's running to Billy and there's something there. Mm. But if it was Renee or a close friend and someone with which with which there was no history, then yeah, he does been... then he does not have a point because yeah. that's that's a not a thing that you can call someone out on this early in a relationship. It takes time to work up to be able to feel comfortable relying on someone emotionally. Yeah. You can't expect that to I happen mean, straight I, off the bat. No, and I think like it's fair to um Especially not the way he's been acting. No, he's such a flippity jibber. Yeah. <laughs> like you're he's so like hot and cold. Yeah. Oh, one I, way, I might next fall way. too much in love with you. Oh you're too good for me. Oh I should oh maybe we'll go you. for a date. Yeah. Oh I'm gonna dump you. Oh we're gonna go to Maine. Oh we're gonna oh, you're, <laughs> not, you're not listening to me because you're too worried about your dead professor. Mm. Oh we're not going to go to Maine and now I'm he's just I mean I'm not mm, yeah. I'm not a massive Cheney fan. No, I'm I'm well last episode I said I'm over it. Like I'm yeah. over Cheney. So then, yeah, so that's, um, Cheney says his piece, Ali's like, I know, but she, she doesn't concede to him. She no, knows, she doesn't turn good. around and go, oh, stop confiding in yeah. Billy then. So then we're at the wake, and Richard, Billy, Ali, and Georgia are there, yeah. um, and Georgia sort of says to Ali, you know, oh, gosh, I think wakes are really goodish, which I, especially, I mean, this wake, it's the, uh, the it's, coffin is in the room. Well, the, well that that's is... That's not how we have wakes here. <laughs> no, but in, again, I think that's an Irish thing, or okay. uh, possibly... Um, Boston thing? An American... Uh, it's certainly the yeah. open casket thing it's more American is an American thing. thing. We don't have... No. For the record, we do not have In Britain, we, we do not, as, as a habit, have open I caskets. I think most people in Britain 
person would be would, appalled at the yeah, idea. Yeah, would be horrified. Yeah, yeah, would be absolutely horrified. Um, and so, yeah, so Ali's freaking out because it's an open cast that get and, and she can't even look at it. No. And Georgia is also disgusted. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm with them. Yeah. Um, and, and Billy again does his yoga teacher breathing, you know. Breathe, breathe. And don't, um, <laughs> don't talk too fast. And I'm like, she's not giving her speech now. Yeah. Like, I'm freaking her out with how she talks. So then Mrs. Dawson... What I also noticed oh, yeah. is that immediately, as soon as they entered the room as the foursome, Richard slips away to start networking. Right. He's like, he's like, this is my chance. Money, Lord, yeah. Over my old class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. then Mrs. Dawson comes over and she's sort of like... Oh, no, no, no. She doesn't. Does she not? No. First, Richard, then we cut to Richard, who has found a group of people to start lording it over. And he's like, I simply love the man. And that's when Mrs. Dawson <laughs> yeah. sort of joins the group and yeah. says to Richard, thank you for coming. And Richard yes. says, if Richard says, if not for him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And Mrs. Dawson sort of takes that and leaves. And yeah. then he says to the group as an aside, I'd be in a lounge smoking a cohiba. <laughs> Which, I know. I know. Sad face there because that's I a really know. poor page joke to make uh, at a man's. But everyone with him is like, oh, 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 like witty. The man's just, <laughs> di- man just died. I know he's lying right his there. Widow, his widow has literally just left your group. Like she was, she's yeah, still in earshot. She could have still heard you. Yeah, yeah. I just think nobody says poor that. Taste, at a Richard, poor taste, Richard. Poor taste. Exactly. Yeah. You suck it up and yeah. you deal with the fact that you're there. You don't bitch about the fact that you could be somewhere better. Yeah, exactly. So then Mrs. Dawson comes over to Ali, Billy and Georgia and she's sort of going, oh, so many people came, it's wonderful. And Ali replies, well, he was wonderful. It's a wonderful night. And then we get the gif of her foot in her mouth. Yeah, she puts on like a big mouth. Yeah, Yeah, a big big foot foot even in her mouth. And um, and I, that's so relatable because I say stupid shit like that in those kinds of situations all the time. All the time, yeah. I'm like, why did you say that? Like saying, oh my God, in front of a devout Christian or something. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you know you can't say something, that's the thing you want to (laughs) say. Yeah. Anyway, she's then like, you know, how you're holding up. Yeah. Um, and, And Mrs. Dawson is like, like, you know, it's all a bit of a blur. I, yeah. I, you know, and then she goes into some of the logistics for the following day because she's like, you know, the minister's going to call you up after one of the songs. But Ali confuses her, uh, confu- gets confused by what she's saying because she's sort of like, do you mean tonight? And she's like, she's like no, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> um, and sort of wanders off. So Ali's just behaving very strangely. Erratically, she's not, yeah. She's not taking it uh, in her stride at all. She's no, really, she's you know, really not cool. And she then says to Billy, you know, I think I might fall down because she's looking at the coffin and she's like eyeing up as though she needs to approach it and Billy's saying to her you don't have to you don't have to go over there and Ali says you know no I I really do yeah so she starts to open uh, open she starts to approach the the open casket and I love this, the music that's I playing in the background. I had the exact same note. Like, it's this, this beautiful, like, piano, like, really poignant music lovely. from Vonda. Um, she gets flashbacks yeah as she's walking towards the casket she's getting these sepia toned flashbacks again of Professor Dawson telling Ali that he has to stay with his family 
and and the um, music is wonderful yeah it's that. so yeah. moving and she's like and he's saying to her in the flashback like you're the person I dreamed of all my life. I just didn't wait long enough. And it's really sad. Yeah, and then... And then Ali sort of kisses her fingers in real time, you know, in present day. Yeah, in present her day. Kisses fingers and, and places on his cheek, like, really softly, like, really, yes. like, goodbye, you know. Yes. Um, and then she turns to leave the coffin area and she locks eyes with his daughter from the zoo trip. So she's yeah. a little bit older now. And I don't know how they filmed this because in the flashback she looks... Slightly younger than she I is now. I think it's the hair. Do you think they've it's done the way the they've hair? done the hair? Yeah, because it's definitely the same actress. And the clothes. I think they put her in quite sort of youngish clothes. And also, he's in the flashback. He's picked her up, like holding her, which yeah, makes her, makes look, her younger. look younger. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's just quite clever the way they did that because it's but the same actress. Basically, his daughter she has locked him. eyes with Ali and clearly recognizes her, and then. And, and Ali's sort of staring at the daughter, clearly sort of taken back to that moment. And Mrs. And Mrs. Dawson, Dawson clocks suddenly yeah. clocks the look that is passing between Ali and her daughter. Yeah. And then Ali looks up at Mrs. Dawson and this look of guilt is Mrs. just all over yeah. Ali. And Mrs. Dawson instantly realises she puts her hand to her face yeah she's clearly like like shocked oh my god it was you Um, you were the other woman we haven't mentioned I mean my note here is rock roll (laughs) (laughs) we haven't mentioned who plays um, Mrs Dawson it's um, what's the name of the actress it's I think it's Kathy Baker um, who was in Edward in lots of things but she was in Edward Scissorhands as Joyce oh really yeah Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! She's been in lots of things, yeah. but that's where I know her the most. Yeah. Oh, and she's yeah. great in this, as a guest star. She's, she's great. Plays she's it awesome. really well. Yes. Really, like really well. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. Like, like that bit but of this whole moment, from the moment she leaves Billy to and Georgia to walk up to the casket to that bit where Mrs. Dawson is like, <gasps> like yeah. that whole thing gives me chills. Yeah. Like, it is such it's so well done yeah i really love it yeah i think i agree like all of the things came together mm. in that, that scene mm. um so then we're back at home at ali's home and ali and renee are brushing their teeth together because why wouldn't you <laughs> i don't think with all the housemates i've ever lived in i've ever brushed my teeth with them no but we tend to use the bathroom on, like, yeah. on a one-by-one individual basis, <laughs> basis. Yeah. Uh, you know that's just the kind of relationship they have yeah, and Ali's talking I mean it's really hard to talk when you're brushing your teeth so kudos to Ali for trying <laughs> but she's basically saying she's already cheated on the person she's going to end up with so Ali's like feeling the guilt big time yeah and she's saying like she's betrayed whoever she ends up with because they deserve someone that puts a value on fidelity obviously more than she does and Renee's like for god's sake what are you talking about like, how is this possible? <laughs> and, and Renee also makes the point that you know you do put a value on it otherwise you wouldn't be beating Feel, yourself yeah up over you wouldn't it. be feeling this bad if you didn't put a value on it yeah which is is fair enough but yeah I, th- I, I always roll my eyes a little bit with Ali when she's being so over the top like if I've cheated therefore I've cheated on the love of my life yeah. and it's like no you haven't like no. what are you talking about but then we cut to a very similar scene but this time at Georgia and Billy's and it's the first time we see Georgia and Billy's home life which is interesting oh, yeah. um, Billy is in the bathroom brushing his teeth and side note the decor in their 
house. I always yeah. think this is really middle aged. Like they're meant to be mid twenties, the same age as Ali. Yes. And Ali's got quite a. It's grown up, but it's not. It's quite eclectic. It's, it's like not a young, per, young, yeah. you know, a, a young professionals type apart, woman's yeah. apartment, or you know, anyone's apartment who likes sort of pastels and you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. But their apartment, it seems like because they're married, they've suddenly like aged ten years. years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all like this really heavy floral. Unless that was really in in the nineties. I, I think. I think it might have been. But for older people, not for people oh, in their mid twenties. <laughs> I don't know. It was very like I know what you mean though. It looks like heavy, yeah. heavy colours, like florals and like gold fixings. Like yeah. I don't know, like I don't know, it's just a bit much for me. Anyway, Georgia comes in to meet Billy in her yes. like dressing gown or pajamas or whatever. Silky. Silky is that. Um and she's all like, hey, like really seductive. In her husky way. Yeah, and Billy and Billy turns around and says, That's too much sex. I'm too old. Again, how old does he think he is? <laughs> like, he's mid-twenties. Yeah, like, you are not... That's like the prime of your sexual life, is it not? You know? You're a young man, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, it's like, you know, it's like they've got married and decided that means they're, they're like... They're middle-aged now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's strange. Anyway, and then, you know, Billy then says, you know what's the matter? There must be something the matter because we're having too much sex. And George is like, well, she sort of comes back with this line around, you know, I read that most married couples have sex 3.2 times a month and I just wanted to get October done with. Yeah. Um, And he's like, no, seriously. Yeah. He's he's like, I think you're feeling insecure. Yeah, because he says your libido often goes hand in hand with how... Secure, secure your, your feeling. feeling yeah and and he's like part of him would like to keep her insecure forever but only a part of him and georgia responds with have you been reading that venus book again yeah <laughs> Which i'm like that's brilliant she and then just, she just walks off yeah because it's that thing of like uh, it's difficult because i mean as we'll learn further on in the episode billy is on the money here yeah. like she is feeling insecure yeah. but at the same time i'm like Oh, you know, she could just be horny. Why is it Why that you're it assuming there's a deeper meaning than that? But yeah, but anyway. it's inter- we know that later in the, this episode we find out he's on the money. But how much of that is because a man wrote it? We get well, yeah, exactly, exactly. I just don't buy that. Georgia, to me, otherwise seems like a really secure person in mm. and of herself, mm. and with good reason. Like yeah. she's got nothing to be insecure about. So I don't buy that this. This is yeah because it it, it I, I buy kind... that she'd be suspicious or annoyed that Ali and Billy are spending time together, mm. but I don't buy that she'd be insecure in herself about it so much so yeah. that it would come out in this in, way in this way because yeah. that's the thing is that it really buys into this myth that it's really prevalent that the idea that the only reason a man would cheat is because you're not giving him enough sex. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you keep your man topped up with plenty of sex, he won't stray. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like an electricity meter. Exactly. And I I know people who've had their mothers tell them that. Oh, my God. And and it's that thing of, like, what a load of bollocks. Like, that is not... Yeah, it's just I I don't buy into that at all. No. I think, don't get me wrong, like, if it was a case of... 
there was no sex, no physical affection, no no emotional intimacy that maybe anyone would stray. Yeah. Like, I completely appreciate that, you know, man or woman would yeah. stray from a relationship where all affection had gone. gone. Yeah. But to be like, if you don't give them, like, what is enough sex? Like, how many times do you have to do it to keep your There's no peace meter. of mind? There's no yeah, meter exactly. that tells you when you're running low. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, me too, you know. It's completely... more pennies. <laughs> yeah, and the sex meter so he doesn't run away from me. Like, yeah. it, it's, yeah, it's completely, and I'm, I'm not, yeah, I, I feel this is a bit... Mm, yeah odd so then we're at the next day and Ali's arrived at work and Elaine is immediately like you've got Catherine Dawson in the office to discuss the funeral and Ali's like mine (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Annie turns around to like go away like leave the office and Elaine's like no she's been waiting since 8 30 you have to go Um, in you have to go in there and then we hear Ali's voiceover being like, just lie, lie, just lie. <laughs> lie to your dad. Um, and um, <laughs> Elaine shows her into her office and, and so Mrs. Dawson is there and sort of, she says sorry for intruding, which is, you know, fine. <laughs> and um, Ali's sort of like making small talk. She's yeah, sort of saying, just rambling. Oh, the wake went well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't you think? Yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Dawson sort of cuts right to the chase. Yeah. She's like, it was you. I always thought it was going to be another colleague that you worked with, but it was, it was you, you all along. wasn't it? And Ali's I, like, oh, Ali's I, like, what makes you think that? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm really jig, annoyed. I'm like, yeah. the jig is up. Don't try and gaslight this yeah, poor woman. Like, she's grieving and you're you're sort of being like, yeah, trying like to you say, get out of it again. Yeah, like she has rumbled you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Mrs... Daughter, I should just call her Catherine now that we know her first name. But oh, yeah. Catherine says, you know, it was my daughter. It was my daughter. You know, I she recognised you, and that's when I I mm. knew. Yeah. Um, and then she says, you know, James, which we now know is Miss Professor Dawson's uh, Dawson. name. And um, he wasn't a womanizer. He wouldn't just stray to top up his sex meter. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have been something special. special. And Ali's like, well, I guess that's a flattering thing to. To, An to accusation, yeah, yeah. yeah. And her voiceover is going. Her voiceover is going. Where is Elaine when I need her? Yeah. Like, well, now you want Elaine. Yeah, I know. I know completely. I thought exactly the same thing. I was like, oh, funny that. So, Ali kind of admits that it happened, but she sort of tries to play it down and is like, it was oh, a we small thing. We went yeah. on a few dates. Yeah. And Ali kind of denies that he loved her. Yeah, she she asks if he loved uh, loved you. Well, Catherine asks Ali. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a flashback with the professor saying, "I didn't mean to fall in love with you." So we know as the audience that he did. Yes. But Ali answers back like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know." Like she's just really vague with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so then Catherine tries a different tack and is like, "Did you love him?" him? And Ali's like. Mm. A little bit, a little bit, kind of. Um, And that's when we cut to kind of outside the office and Billy goes up to Elaine and is like, she's in there, like... Yeah, like Elaine, Billy and Richard are all kind of milling around and... uh, Elaine's loving it. She's like, I don't know what's going on, but it's good. I can tell, yeah. 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 Um, And Richard's like, what's going on? And Elaine kind of is like, the wife's there, blah, blah, blah. And I guess they're not talking about how the mortician did his makeup. Yes, Um, yeah. So back in the office... But Richard's like, optimistically, maybe they're going over the eulogy. (laughs) Yeah. 
but then back in the office, Mrs. Dawson is saying that she's she's glad that she's met Ali because she's always wanted to know what happened. Yeah. Because as far as she was concerned, he just kind of went away and then he, he came back. Wasn't there. It was a yeah, black hole it she was. Talks about. Yeah, she talks and about. And I just think, how hard must awful. that be for a spouse? You know, to just. Have no um, no resolution to that. No, and to, oh, really sorry for because I know she probably took him back because of the kids more than anything else, mm. and because she loved him. But to just, I mean, if if a partner of mine just left and then came back and didn't give me anything as to yeah, why, yeah, because he says he says when he returned, he said I'm back. And it hurts too much to talk about why I was gone. Yeah. And if I was his wife, I'd, I'd be like, like that's well, not no, good enough. You can't come back. <laughs> and yeah, that's why I mean. I think, you know, maybe she, she just let that be the Slide. case for, his, yeah. for, for the kids. Well, because she says, I figured at one point we would talk about it, but then yeah. he died. Yeah. And so... Well, we have in between this, this bit of the discussion, there's another flashback about Professor saying to Ali, uh, at the same, I think all these flashbacks take place at the same dinner, I think, they have together. Yeah, it's all sort of a similar same shop, sort of restaurant, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, yeah. but, but he basically says it was a tragedy that he met Ali because otherwise he might have convinced himself he was happy with his wife, which is a horrible <laughs> thing. Horrible thing to say. Um, you know. But basically, like, Mrs... Uh, you know, Catherine Dawson is basically left being like... With nothing. Well, she, she's wondering if she ever really knew her husband and can she trust her memories of her husband. Yeah. And and Ali basically, and this really annoys me, she makes up some lame excuse and she just kind of bails on the conversation well, yeah. and runs to Billy's office. A few a few moments before she has another voiceover that says, Where the hell is Elaine? Like Yeah. And it's like, like Ali, Elaine's not gonna save you. She's not yeah, that much. Save yourself. Like <laughs> you need to deal with this situation. But she doesn't. She no. does what you said, which is I'll be right back and just yeah, goes. And just goes. And I'm like, don't Doesn't even fucking, give a reason. Yeah, don't fucking let, you know, this woman is Hurting being so honest, so yeah. honest and so reasonable. But she's yeah, she's, she's not, not angry. She's not throwing fire and brimstone no. at Ali. Like, she's just like, she I just, just want to know. Answers. I just want to understand what happened in my life and my marriage. So it, it comes across as really abrupt of Ali to just leave like that. It but really then annoys me. The next shot we... Oh, sorry, the next shot, the next scene we see is she's gone to Billy's office again. Yeah, of yeah. course. But I kind of, as you go through this scene, I see why she left because she's got a, di- a dilemma. So she, she goes to Billy and is like... She knows, and Billy's like, "Oh Jesus, are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, she's still there waiting." And basically, she's questioning everything she ever thought she knew about her, her husband. husband. And so, this is the dilemma in Ali's head. She's saying, "I could tell her that it was just about sex because I think that would lessen <laughs> it could how just be me the betrayal filling up his sex meter." <laughs> but, but she said, "I think what she's looking for is actually to hold on to her memory of him as a good man because if I just tell her that it was a cheap affair." It that cheapens, cheapens him. him. Yeah. So she's saying, wouldn't would it not be better if I tell her that we were in love? Because even though that's more painful, that doesn't destroy his goodness, who he was in her mind. And then Billy's like, well, what what's real? And that's where Ali says that the biggest tragedy of his life was not spending it with me. And, and Billy's, Billy's like, you cannot. Tell her that. <laughs> yeah, it's like another stating the obvious like moment from Billy. <laughs> I don't know if it's stating the obvious because I think Ali went into Billy's office to try and talk herself into saying that. Like she genuinely thought that was an option that was Jesus. on the table. I I'm just kind of like. 
Yeah, I, I, and you know what? I don't know when is the best time to bring this up. Like, I've been waiting for the moment to discuss this, but for me, it all, uh, the problem, my big with this episode is yeah. at no point does anyone reference the fact that this man abused his position. Yes. Ali was his student yeah. at university. For sure. And he completely abused his position. In fact, the bit where there's that flashback and he says earlier in the episode, and he says, you're the person I dreamed of all my life. Yeah. I just didn't wait long, long enough. enough. I was like, what, until she wasn't your student? Yeah. Like, because I am like, the entire thing was completely inappropriate. And that was his fault. Absolutely. He was the adult. He was the one in yeah. charge. He yeah. had the power. Yeah. Is so well. Ali so was, so this idea that we're trying to protect that Ali is trying to protect the goodness of this man really annoys me because I'm like I think sorry. I'm not saying he was an evil person or uh, you know, uh, but I am like, but he wasn't a, a good man. Good. Yeah, like he and abused even Ali his position. sees him as a hundred percent a good. Yeah, man. she does. She completely. I does. wonder whether they're framing it that way because although he was in a position of power, I don't disagree with that. She wasn't underage. She was an adult. It was no, college. no, but it's still a thing of like it. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It, doesn't it doesn't matter. It right. Like it's not appropriate at yeah. all, and he should have known better. Yeah. And I, and I think maybe part of the problem or part of the rationale behind that not being even part of the discussion as part of the episode is I think that is a conclusion that we've come to in the years since Ali aired. Exactly. I think this is very much a 90s problem yeah. in terms of they do not see the problem with it. Yeah. They do not see There's the no, power no dynamics. No one raises it as no, an issue. As an no issue. one's like, the main issue that everyone has with this affair is that he was married. Yeah. There's no uh, there's no acknowledgement that there was ever any kind of power imbalance no. here. Um, and I, yeah, I did, that did cross my mind. I just didn't write it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically Billy's like, you cannot tell her that, that that's awful. She's just died. And so Ali leaves Billy's office. She's walking through the office back to hers. She nearly bumps into another secretary because everyone, goddamn everyone else for just living their lives <laughs> around her. And she gets to her office and... Elena's put her face bra <laughs> on Mrs. Dawson and Ali looks completely mortified. Like, oh my god, this could not be more inappropriate. <laughs> what are you doing? But Ali decides, instead of being like, what are you doing, Elaine? She decides to roll with it and it's like, isn't it just fabulous? You know, isn't it funny? People jog to be younger and it just makes them look older. Wouldn't it be, couldn't we treat this with moisturiser and then it would be even better? And, and Elaine's, Elaine's like, like mm, yeah, yeah, I thought about that. I mean, maybe that's why she tried to include her in her business. <laughs> like, Ali's the one with the great ideas. Um, and Elaine's like, maybe Retin-A. Yeah, so... <laughs> and then Elaine, Ali's like, can you just please leave? Please go. So <laughs> Elaine leaves the room. And to be fair, like, Mrs. Dawson, like, Catherine Dawson is, like, really patient. She's, so like... So patient. <laughs> taking this face off, bra off. Like, <laughs> and then Ali's like, so where did we leave off? And, and, and Catherine's like, you were going to give me a clue as to why my husband betrayed me. <laughs> yeah. And, and Ali's like, oh, yes. 
Yeah. So and then we get a case of a guillotine, which yes. is probably exactly how it feels. But, yes. But part of me is like, you got to man up, are you? Yeah. You got to own this. You did it. So. Yeah. So we then get this scene where Ali, we can see that she is taking words that Professor Dawson said to her. Yeah. And saying the exact opposite to yes. Mrs. Dawson. And I think for someone like Ali, I don't imagine she's a brilliant, which is interesting because she's a lawyer, but I don't imagine she's a brilliant liar. No. And I sympathise with that because I am also not a brilliant liar, which is one of the reasons I didn't become a lawyer. So, <laughs> But she, so, I feel like this is yeah. the only way she could have this conversation is by taking a conversation that actually happened and just slightly tweaking it. And so just the words flipping feel real. It. Yeah, um, so she was going, so she basically says to Mrs. Dawson that it well, was the way what I was going to say is the way that this is shot is we get a flashback line and then Ali flipping it in real life and another so it's all intercut yes so she she's going it was just a midlife because he goes I wish I could say it was just a midlife crisis and then you see Ali going it was just a midlife crisis yeah exactly it's almost like he's feeding the lines to her off stage like if it was a play but obviously it's flashback yeah so she basically says and in the entirety she goes "It, it was just a midlife crisis he was just being sophomoric. Yeah. One more, one last time. That's one more time. <laughs> one more time. One last time. That's all it was. He loved you. You were all that ever mattered to him. He loved you. And poor Mrs. Dawson is just, you know, a bit disappointed. Well, you can see it just doesn't quite answer. fit. It doesn't answer any of her questions. With what she's feeling. Yeah. I, I think she feels that there was something bigger going on. Well, she says, you know, I hope there'd be a bigger explanation, explanation to kind of take away and then she trails off and she's talking about her pain, her yeah. confusion, her this big black hole in her life that never fitted with the rest of how her life played out with him. Yeah. And all Ali has to say to that is sorry, which is really inadequate. And then, and then bless her, Mrs. Dawson says, maybe you shouldn't speak tonight. Yeah. And I was like, maybe, second yeah, thoughts. <laughs> I kind of think that goes without saying. Yeah. Maybe it's a good idea if you don't talk at the funeral. Um, so. so then we do a jump cut to the bar with Vonda doing a wonderful on the nose Greek chorus of, <laughs> Brilliant, I love that song. <laughs> yes. So, and we've got Billy and Richard smoking cigars, and yes. Georgia is very grossed out G by it. G is like, G, G. G. I put this because that's <laughs> how I write my notes. G- Georgia <laughs> is so disgusted, and is like, why? And I want to, this is my Because okay. I am very anti-smoking, so yes. I, this, this scene was never going to go down well with me anyway. But Richard says, because we look good doing it, they're expensive and people know it. And then he's all like, will she plug the firm, meaning Ali, in the eulogy? I know. And Billy's like, I don't think right off the bat, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm just, and then Richard's like, do you think she likes me? Not just as, not as a man, but as a human being. And Billy's like, how could she not? How could she not? <laughs> And then Richard's like, sometimes, you know, I toss fishisms, 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 fishisms her way, and she just looks back blankly, and Billy says, oh, she gets thrown by profundity. And I know Billy's just trying to, like, placate Richard, but I'm like... No, she doesn't. 
just this whole scene, Richard is being an absolute ass and Billy is not helping. No. He's trying to help, but doing it a really ass backwards way. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's that thing, isn't it? Where it's just like, yes, they're friends, but also Richard is his boss. Yeah. And it's just that thing of he's like trying to make him feel better yeah flatter him a little bit and but being yeah. like oh sometimes you're just a bit too profound for her and it's like no you're not sometimes you're just a douche <laughs> yeah. so like richard was a real ass in this scene like really and the fact that he was doing it all while smoking a cigar and talking about how great they are i was just like objection <laughs> no i'm with georgia i mean yes. if i was georgia i would have just gotten up and sat Left. at another table um so then richard's like yeah so he needs to go change his suit because it's the night of the actual funeral and he said, why don't we all meet together in half an hour? We'll all go together. So that leaves Billy and Georgia alone. Yes. And Billy turns to Georgia and is like, you know, are we ever going to talk about it? And Georgia's like, what? Yes. And he's like, you know, how you can be... So hot at night, but so cold yeah. by day. So, you know, what this thing, that, that the conversation they started the other day, basically, while he was yeah. brushing his teeth. Um, and this is where Ali comes out with her observation. You mean Georgia? Sorry, yes, sorry. Yes. <laughs> this is where Georgia comes out with her observation about how, isn't it weird how Ali always come, goes to you, basically? Yeah, she keeps pouring her. all her troubles yeah. onto Billy. And then this is where Billy's like, you know, she's got a lot of stuff going on. And and Georgia's like, well, what is it? Like, what can be so big that she needs? Which is, like, a fair enough question to a certain extent. And Billy's like, it's it's confidential. And Georgia's like... I promised I wouldn't say anything. But I'm your wife. Aren't we supposed to be honest with each other? Yeah, and she says, you know, the theory is that husbands and wives tell each other everything. Which which is an interesting concept, because I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. Um... (laughs) Sorry, husband. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kind of feel differently. I think she's right. I don't think there should be secrets. Not secrets about your relationship, but I mean, if you've got a friend who, and I'm I'm not saying, I'm not condoning Billy and Ali's confidential uh, privilege here. I think that's wrong. Like, Ali shouldn't be going because of the relationship that they've had. But if Billy had a friend who was completely unconnected to him in a sexual way, male or female, who had something going on in their life that was nothing to do with your partner, so it doesn't impact them in any way, but Mm. they don't want it to get out, Mm. I think it's fine to have a Chinese wall where you're like, I'm keeping this secret for them because I'm supporting them as a friend, and they don't want anyone else to know, and that includes your partner. I don't know, I'm always kind of like, surely uh, you must understand that if you tell me I'm going to tell my partner so if you don't want my partner to know don't tell me I mean don't get me wrong I pretty much I mean I'm the worst person to tell a secret because <laughs> I can't keep a secret but I kind of keep a secret with anyone yeah like not not just my partner like <laughs> anyone like, I'll tell anyone anything if I know it um so yeah never tell me your secrets I think most people who know me know that <laughs> No, I kind of feel like there shouldn't be a thing where you go, I can't tell you that because that was said in confidentiality to me. Mm. I'm kind of like, well, between your partner, to me, I'm like, well, with my partner, 
if I tell him anything and I'm like, but it's confidential, don't tell anyone, he'll be like, yeah, sure, and same back to me. Yeah. That's in a vault there. We call it the vault. Yeah. Like, uh, this is secret. This doesn't leave this room. Yeah. And, and... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I talk to people who are in sort of long-term relationships and I'm talking to them, I do assume, for the most part, they will just tell... Because I, as much as I can't keep secrets, I don't expect people to keep my no, secrets. No, no. Um, so I, I kind of assume that they will tell their partners. However, I do like to think that I would have the option if it was something really awful that I just would feel embarrassed or like awful if the partner knew because I'm not as close to the partner as the friend that I have no, by no, definition. You won't be, yeah. Um so there might be things I can't think of them at the moment but I can see that some people might feel that there are some things that you know you'd like the option to be able to specify if you need to. Please can you just not tell anyone like not even your partner because I would just feel I don't think that's a fair ask I don't think that's a fair I don't think that's fair to turn around and say I'd like you to keep a secret from your partner in life not something that affected your partner no, but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you don't get to put the boundaries of what goes on between two life partners it's not on you it's between them and, I, and that's what annoys me about Ali is when she turns around to Billy and goes, don't tell don't anyone. Tell anyone. Yeah. Because, and now we're in this place where Georgia is clearly feeling very insecure about Billy and Ali's relationship. Yeah. And she's turning around to Billy and being like, can you just tell me what's going on? Because I don't know. And it's leaving me in Driving the dark. Crazy, yeah. And I'm your wife. Yeah, I think, we are I married, think that in this and, situation and in, it's wrong. And it's that thing of like, in you should always be prioritising that relationship over any other friendships. You prioritise your partner. It's, yeah, it's, I that's think how I feel. In this situation, I'm with you because it does impact Georgia. And the moment it impacts that partner, it's yeah, all but, you it, know, It's that you thing to... of like, this was your moment, Billy to prove to Georgia that she yeah she is first she comes first her trust comes before Ali's trust yeah and you turn around and said no sorry Ali's trust trumps your trust well she, that's what she says isn't it she goes on to say whatever I she's like when Billy's like I'm sorry I did promise her she's like oh and then she says, whatever I add up to I'm not her am I and Billy's like well whatever she adds up to she's not you, I've never been happier being anything but your husband. And Georgia makes a really good point, which is, you know, everything's fine with us now. Like, we're not got we're any... We're okay, we're, yeah. But you've got to... At some point... We're, there's gonna, There'll be problems. There and, will be rough patches. And Ali's going to be in the next room, and that makes me nervous. Yeah, and I, I think that's completely fair, fair thing to say. And also... But if it, my it, partner came to me and told me that, that that you know they someone had been to speak to fair to billy he's not been running to ali confiding in her about anything she's no. it's always been her running to him no. and he's let it happen yes but at this point where georgia has noticed and she has called it out and she said this makes me uncomfortable very uncomfortable that's the point at which billy should go do you know what that's fine i will stop her from doing that yeah you because know. you and your trust in me and yeah. our marriage is my priority but instead what billy says is well, do you trust me, essentially? He says, do you doubt how much I love you? 
And she's like, well, no. And then she, and then she <laughs> says no. And then she smiles and they kiss. And it's like all kind of papered all, over. All the while, while Bonda's, Bonda's then singing. Then he he's been Because, of course, we yeah. know as the audience, he has been unfaithful to yeah, her. Yeah, And she has no idea at no, the moment. No, no. So he's, he's like does what I get I believe a guilty person probably would do in that situation which is just throw back well don't you trust me yeah 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 and she takes that yeah and she falls for it falls for it yeah Um, which I'm sad for Georgia Georgia. so anyway so then Ali is not hanging out at the bar before the funeral Ali is at home having quiet time just kind of staring staring out the the window (laughs) yeah and Renee comes in I guess from work says you know I can offers her support she says I can come with you if you want Mm. um Ali is really dazed. She's basically like, no, it's okay, it's we're all going, blah, 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 blah. And Renee's like trying to let herself let herself off the hook by being like, you know, you're not the first one to have yeah. ever had an affair. You know, this isn't, you're not you're the not worst the first, person in the yeah, entire yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not a terrible person. And then Ali's trying to say that she's tying herself up in knots internally because she's basically saying what I did was worse than him. And Renee's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He, he was the one with the family, you know. And Ali says, well, yeah, he took a risk. She said, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even consider the fact that he had a wife and his kids and whatever. And Renee makes, makes the point that we were saying earlier, you know, what wasn't the marriage over? Like, that was, that's, if the marriage was over. And then she says, but it wasn't. It wasn't. He went back. He went back. And I put pain and anger in that house and I didn't give it a thought. And I, I've got a big note in capitals here going, because you were a student and he was the yeah. professor. Yeah. Like you, yes, you were not under age, but you were still a There's young still a person yeah. that didn't know the world and life and hadn't figured all that stuff out. Yeah. Also, and this moment really does annoy me. This is another part of my objection, like, yeah. moment in terms of it really annoys me that a male writer has put these words in her mouth yeah. and said that what I did as the other woman was worse, was worse yeah. than the man cheating on his wife and kids and betraying yeah, we... and, and and not only that abusing his power yeah. abusing his position yeah uh, like uh, no what he did was worse yeah absolutely because we don't get it written that Renee counters it and yeah it there's down. no it strong counter argument it's just left to, yeah to hang in the air yeah it's left to hang is like yeah yeah I guess she did do the worst of things. Like, yeah, and it's, it's bullshit. A, it's a load of crap. It really fucks me off. So Ali heads back to the office to meet up with everyone to go to the funeral. And as she enters and comes out of the elevator in the foreground, there's a computer with a Windows screensaver, which I enjoyed as a little bit of nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali walks over to her office and Elaine's at her desk. She kind of jumps up when she sees Ali and she's all doing her usual, oh, this is what I've done business. Yeah. And she's like, I stayed late because of the funeral. And she says, things can slip through the cracks in times of wallow. <laughs> Which to which Ali returns, you're a godsend. (laughs) (laughs) Through British teeth. And then Ali goes to walk into the office and Elaine kind of stops her and Ali's like, who is it? Is it the widow? And is it Georgia? And Elaine's like, no, it's It's Cheney. Ali was like, so you told him I was coming back. And Elaine was like, I did. (laughs) I did that. Thanks, Elaine. Um, So yeah, so So, she goes in. Ali's uh, Cheney's there. He's not happy because 
she's sort of been shutting him out. Much like Georgia, although he's got less right to be unhappy Yeah, about exactly. It. And then she ends up telling him what has been happening. Yeah, she sort of summarises it. Yeah. yeah. And he understandably goes, well, why couldn't you tell me you this about me? this? And I do understand that. I do understand that thing of like, yeah, why Why are you going to your ex-boyfriend about it? I understand that he's upset that she's going to her ex-boyfriend, but yes. this is part of the previous conversation we had in that she answers with, I don't think we were ready for that. And I think that's also fair enough. Yeah, I do. Because they're not at a very... But ex- she's not very aware of how that would feel yes. of someone you were newly dating going to their ex-partner to talk, to confide in. So if we forget that it's the ex-partner though, because we've already agreed that is absolutely wrong yeah. on all levels. Yes. Going somewhere else other than the person you've only just dating is not a crime. No, no. And that's my point, is that she says, I don't think we were ready for that, and I think that's a thing. And to be fair to Ali, like, Chaney, I do think it's been really quite insensitive and impatient I was going to say, why would she go to him? He's not been someone that I would automatically think, well, I'm going to go to him, he's going to take this well and help me. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. He's been hot and cold, so she's not known whether she can really rely on him at all for anything. A date, let alone emotional support do you know yes, what I mean so yeah. yes I agree from Cheney's perspective her going to her ex-boyfriend is a massive red flag yeah but he's not been great in, he's not been the perfect no, no he hasn't boyfriend. he hasn't been yeah um, so anyway in the end this is the dumping scene because Cheney <laughs> Ali's like I don't think we were ready for that Cheney was like you're right and then Ali's voiceover goes I know that tone and we hear the dumper truck <laughs> going into <laughs> the position see it on screen <laughs> And he's like, I'm changed over match to over my head. Annie tries to sort of defend herself, which again, to your point, why is she trying to save this? Like, yeah, like, who cares? Do Chaney not can do beg one. for scraps. Um, and she's like, the last few days haven't really been typical. And Chaney was like, they have. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yes, they. we know what happens and we know that they probably are typical. But yes. how does Chaney know that? He doesn't. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he is, he, dumps he dumps her, you know, and he says, even if I was mature enough to handle the bitty thing, I don't want to, I like being jealous and possessive. And I was like, oh my God, That's well, therefore, and then Annie's like, give me a few days. I'm like, after that, yeah, no, like, sorry. Why, why are you uh, trying to hang on to this? Hang on to someone who likes being jealous and possessive. Yeah, I'm no. just, oh, I'm Allie. sorry. Bad so, judgment. <laughs> anyway, he dumps her, she sits down, and um, and then the next thing we see Cheney leaving um, the, the office, office, getting into the elevator, and Richard comes out yeah. and invites him to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Says, we're all going to the funeral, it'll be really fun, join us. And uh, Cheney's like, uh, no thanks. Don't think that be appropriate. <laughs> and then Richard speaks to Elaine, and is like, was that to do with Ali? And Elaine's like, yeah, he just dumped her. And Richard looks annoyed and like goes off to find Ali to find out what's going on. Yeah. He goes into Ali's office and says, you know, is that true about you and Cheney? And, you know, an appropriate question from your boss. I know he's a client and everything, but like... But it's that thing of like, you're always getting the impression that Richard is only asking because he's a client. Yeah, and he absolutely is only asking for that reason. <laughs> yeah. um, because, and Ali's assumption is that as well, because she her, immediately says, I'll try and convince him not to fire the entire firm. Yeah. And then, you know, Richard, but then Richard's sort of tone changes and he's like, you know, it's been a really hard couple of days for you. You know, you've lost your professor who you were close to. And then he says, I just, <laughs> I've just been told how close that gave me a fright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
one of the, he gives another, <laughs> he, he doesn't label this as a fishism, but he does say this is the fish way. So he says, one of the keys to life is fast forward. You know, every mo movie has its tricky parts. You just fast forward them. So through them. And so if you can do that in life, like, oh, that little adultery thing. Oh, you know, what was that about? If you fast forward it, then you're over it. It's the fish way. See, I was like, I'm not entirely sure how one would go about fast forwarding life. Like, I don't well, quite it, understand what he wants her to do here. Well, in Richard's <laughs> mind, it's just you put it, you bury it, you put it to the back of your mind, and then you're over it. And you, don't you ignore it, and then time has passed, and it feels yeah. small. And Ali's like, that's your best one yet. So like, I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't think she was being genuine when she said that, but but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Richard has some odd Ideas. coping mechanisms <laughs> for emotions, that's for sure. Yes, definitely. So then we are at the actual funeral. Yeah. They're all Ali... The congregation are singing a hymn and yeah. Richard is singing it particularly badly. And it's Ali, Richard, Billy, Georgia and Elaine. That's it was exactly my note. Uh, and what I'm is like, Elaine doing Why that? is Elaine <laughs> <laughs> she looks delighted to be there. She's having a whale of a time. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, the... The, the vicar does it. They finish the hymn, don't they? Yeah, and then the, the vicar does his little spiel and he, and he says... Yeah, a part of it, he says, it was once said to me, uh, one true measure of a person is how much pain he or she causes others. Because it occurs to me that one can cause pain, enormous pain, simply by leaving. And I was like, <laughs> the true measure of a person is how much pain he or she causes. It's like, I don't think Hitler, like... <laughs> Like, the true measure of a person. I think what he meant was... I know what he meant. I just thought it was Okay, because really it funny. wasn't clear for a minute, no. so I thought I had to explain that to you. But his whole... The, the, the comedy in that bit of the scene is that the, the vicar is hitting phrases that very, uh, without realising it, hit the nose on the head yes. from the situation that's being, you know, yes. being taken place. Because he says, you know, it's easy to judge people by how they are at the end. But let's not do that. Let's think about what he was doing four years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who would say Random. that? Four years is a really odd number to choose anyway. But yeah, it's obviously designed yeah. to make Ali as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. Or written that way, I should say, not yes. designed. But yeah, so then... Someone is he... clearly fucked up. Well, I tell you who's fucked up, the fucking vicar. It's his job to make sure he knows of any amendments on something as important as, as a, a funeral, funeral yeah. where you should get it 100% right every time. Yeah. He basically misses the note that said Ali's no longer speaking. Yeah. He hasn't paid attention, he's been rushing or whatever, just hasn't prepped properly. No. So he asks to hear from Ali as per the original plan and Ali's like, what do I do? And Richard's like, go, go, get up. So she starts to get up and there is this <laughs> excruciating, she's so, and then as she's in the middle of the freaking aisle, he suddenly sees the amendment and goes, oh, it appears that she's not speaking. She's unavailable. She's, she's unavailable. suddenly unavailable. And then, and then he spots. And, it, and you know, but she's, she's like, she, she freezes and then turns so so silly because she's obviously trying, it's a funeral trying to disturb everyone goes to awkwardly sit back down like creep and he sees her and goes oh it turns out she, she is available we'd be delighted and I'm like what kind of cheap ass vicar did they get he's appalling 
God, yeah. So, yeah, it looks like she is available. So, Ali is kind of in an impossible situation where she can't now go, oh, no, I, uh, uh, she, she has, has to, to go, go up there. And, and Mrs. And it just looks distraught, <laughs> as you would be. So she starts kind of, well, because she's not got a speech prepared no, because she thought be she speaking. wasn't speaking the anymore. Mic, the mic squeaks as she goes up there, <laughs> Yeah, it great. does, yeah. But she basically starts rambling. So she's like, you know, the thing about funerals, the guest of honour's always dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that obviously tumbleweed from the crowd. Um, then she tries to get back on track. She's like, my she's point is... She's trying to is... get to the point, yeah. And she finishes by saying, you thought you really knew him. And, and you, you did. did. Which is not true, but it was the best possible thing she could have, well, not necessarily the most polished way of saying it, but it, the sentiment was probably the best thing you could say in that situation. Yeah, yeah. it's just no With way. With your widow yeah. staring you in the face. Not your widow, but like his widow <laughs> his staring widow you and his kids, and do you his know what kid, I mean? Yeah. Like, I just... You've... I, I, she's very clearly thinking about them. What what can I give them? Yeah, to ease this time. to make this awful situation yeah a little bit here. easier yeah because it's already been made much worse than it should have been. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah. So outside the church, Ali is carried. You know, the funeral's over. We cut to outside the church, and Ali has carried helped. To, yeah, she's Ali been a has been the pool bearer. And I'm surprised she wasn't pulled from that job as well. To be honest. Well, you know. I but anyway, she's, that's clearly <laughs> been a difficult thing for her because she sort of looks visibly looks shaken and like she might pass out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then Catherine comes up to her and very graciously says, "Thank you for your kind." words mm. and then she says he meant a lot to me <laughs> and then we get another foot in mouth situation with the gif um i'm like ali oh, for god's sake dear. you had one job <laughs> well she had two technically. yeah well true um and but then again extremely graciously kathy catherine says I know. And yes. they have this moment where they both kind of smile and it feels like they've drawn a line Peace has it. been made. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, oh my goodness. If I've been Catherine in that situation. I think Catherine Dawson is has got the grace or, and patience of, like, a complete saint. She's For sure. so... So understanding. She handled that so well. The whole episode, she's handled she's, this situation yeah, well. With, with huge amounts of grace. So um, kudos to her. Yeah. So then we cut to Ali back at her office, sort of working, I guess. Um, well, she is working because Billy comes in and says, you know, good speech. And um, Ali says, it's almost midnight. So, what are you doing here? And more to the point, Ali, what are you doing there? Well, he... Right. So <laughs> I've got a note that says... Ali's in the office, Billy comes in. Ali, what are you doing here? It's nearly midnight. Billy, just checking on you. Go home, Billy! Like, I am so annoyed. Why are you at midnight in the office with Ali? Like, yeah. where is your wife? Go home! Yeah, and I did find it odd that Georgia went to the wake with them, but she didn't go to the funeral. It was Elaine that went to the funeral. Did she not go to the funeral? No, no. Oh. Which is weird. That is weird. But yeah, so, so yeah, where is, why is it, why did he go back to the office as well as Ali? But anyway, Ali's like, I'm fine. And she says, how did you know I would be here? Yeah. And Billy's like, well, I know you, basically. I know that you work through things with work and, you know, and I didn't think you'd be out with Cheney because he knows that she's got dumps and he sort of says sorry about that. Yeah, and she's um, like, oh, hey, for the best. 
Really? Oh, yeah. There were so many ways he just wasn't you. Right. Wasn't right. Yeah, Freudian slip there. And Billy just kind of stares at her. Oh, yeah, I've got like significant looks. Like, and then Ali just sighs and she's like, anyway, thank you for checking. Yeah. Um, and Billy's like, sure. And then Ugh, he so says, Billy goes, remember that one time? He's really into He's the one that drags, he's always the one that drags the her past. into the past yeah. with memories yeah. so he's done it so many times before he's did it with the kissing thing where he's yeah. like if memory serves you, yeah. you you know also the thing of like oh um, should I have told her that I used to so fall asleep on the, on the, on the phone, phone with you, you. Like yeah. he, he pulls very specific moments from their past that he knows will be meaningful to Ali yeah. and drags them into the present stuff that she's probably trying to forget about because yeah. you know she yeah. wants too raw still she's yeah. not over him it's awful mean Uh, yeah so he goes remember that one time when the stereo was broken but you just needed to dance yeah because she flunked property yeah yeah Uh, and she was uh, and he was he's like well i think you could do with another dance and she said it always made you smile and she's like my smiling license has been revoked (laughs) which i would like to appropriate as a line and use that in the future because i thought it was a good one yeah Um, so 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 basically end up Slow dancing together in Ali's office. To no music. To no music. Them singing music. They're they're singing You Belong To Me. Yeah, it's like... See the pyramids along the And all you see is like the silhouette of them dancing together yeah. with like the you know in front of the big windows of Ali's office. Yeah. There's sort of lights from other buildings and and street lamps and all that behind them. Yeah. And then it fades to black. So it's interesting as a show when it first aired. Do you think? As the audience, we're meant to feel like, oh, I hope Ali gets back together with Billy. Is that what you think they're trying to get get as a reaction from the audience? Yeah, I think you're supposed to hope that he get the impression. You're supposed. To, I think what they're trying to do is is be like, these are the true soulmates. Yeah, and yeah. and they've just lost their way, and there's hope that they could could get back together one day. Whereas it's funny because I'm trying to remember how I felt watching it the first time. I think I probably felt like that. Yeah, I think I um, did. But w- re-watching it, I'm very much like, Annoyed. no. Billy, yeah. uh, Billy is not the one for Ali. No. Billy is barely the one for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he needs to piss off. He needs to go home. <laughs> I'm so... Why are you dancing with your ex-girlfriend in her office at midnight? Like, fuck how? I know. So. So, there was no case of the week. There's no retrial this week. There's no retrial this week. Because there was no trial. That's fine. So the only thing we have to do to wrap up the episode is verdict of the week. (sighs) The jury's back. What are you going for? I'm going 
therefore, I find Billy guilty. Billy. Oh, yeah. yeah, of being a bad husband. Yeah. Like, uh, so as, guilty. Yeah, so guilty. Like I said, I've got here, he knows his wife is feeling very insecure about his relationship with Ali, yet he does nothing to prioritise their marriage actively does things that would make her feel more insecure yeah like dancing with his ex-girlfriend romantically yeah to a a memory of a time when they were very to a song called you belong to me awful awful oh what is wrong with you very awful yeah um so i have two verdicts in the weekend (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i know i gave you but but to be fair you did give me quite a hard time but we're like we're like equal now because you had two objections and two verdicts a few weeks ago and I've had two verdicts last week and I've got two verdicts this week so that's now we're even yeah, we're now even Stevens even Stevens okay. so my two verdicts are they're both guilty ones oh okay Cheney for his stupid jealous possessive speech because <laughs> I'm like like that's a good thing yeah I'm like just go I hope this is the last we see of him I can't remember if it is I can't remember but, but yeah, yeah go jump in the sea Cheney get in the sea yeah exactly and also the freaking vicar for his incompetence <laughs> if there's one thing I will not stand for it is incompetence in vicars at funerals certainly like he had one job you literally had one job and you cocked it up. Poor Mrs. Dawson. <laughs> like she's going to remember that for the rest of her life. I know. Of course she will. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. that is it for this yeah. episode. So how did you feel about that? Yeah, it was a good episode. Like I, I think it, it definitely, I think it brings up a lot of interesting arguments around again kind of like truth and lies and you know is it always right to tell the god's honest truth and all that kind of thing however as always with Ali that is with a mixed bag of feeling like there's an element here that is completely ignored because it was done in the 90s of you know uh, this man abused his position yeah and Ali takes it upon herself to you know feel like she was the bad human being and yeah. he was this angelic I didn't enjoy man. her tying herself up and not something like that yeah and, and I don't the thing I don't like about this episode is the setup that we're meant to feel like oh Ali and Billy are getting closer and that could potentially be a thing yeah um I just I'm far more enjoy her burgeoning friendship with Georgia yeah and I want that to be yeah the the lasting relationship yeah Um, so you know there you go you you win some you lose some you do so so yeah so we hope you enjoyed the episode too subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us what you thought of the episode if you agree with us if you've got some objections you'd like to share with us please send them in we have an email address which is bygonespodcast at gmail.com or you can search on Facebook for Bygones Podcast, or we are also on Twitter at Bygones Podcast. Everything is all Bygones Podcast. Everything is Bygones Podcast. Yeah. So until next time. Until next time. Bygones. Bygones. Maybe I know that he's been cheating.